Greetings, citizens of Earth. You are barking a happy tune with my pal Smurf of Smurf and the Magic Tones on 5280 Geek. Live from the Vegas studios, it is Weekend Geek Update. Smurf here, and along with my, my, my illustrious, happy-go-lucky, bouncing ball of energy and jewelry master, Susie Q. Hello, hi. And first time in the studio, long-time listener, Jeremy has joined us. He's not going to talk. No. He, he's here for the moral support. Well, he has never been over here, and the only podcast he's done was the one you guys did from my house. And this so, is true. Uh, he had some vacation, and I put him in the car and said, "Let's go podcast." <laughs> no, oh, right? No. <laughs> <laughs> so Jeremy's Batlith, which adorns the podcasting yes. studio, right there. Yes, we should have you sign that. We should. Why you're here? Because that's. That's why we keep Sharpies here, not only for Brett Leader One, because it's, <laughs> <laughs> it's funny. We were out. We, uh, Brett joined us in Seattle. Susie yes. and I are there, yes. and and Brett's son is with me, and he's all like, "He's the reason why you carry all those Sharpies, isn't it?" And yeah. I'm like, "It is pretty much." Because I mean, I had one. Now I'm carrying like three or four. Although I thought I was prepared for any situation and uh brett leader one amazed even me i injured myself tearing down the booth and he's like oh here have some bandages and he just had band-aids in his wallet and no yeah yeah it is so i mean it, it was like hanging out with a doctor who companion it right was, it was it was it was the pawns it really was <laughs> you had brett leader one and genie which is probably the best companions you could have they, they Agreed. are right, they are right they are Agreed. the pawns they are our pawns yeah so they showed up, and yeah, he pulls like all sorts of manner of. It's amazing. It is like, is it where are those? Where did that come from? Are they bigger on the inside? Come on! I don't know. Are his pockets bags of holding? I think so. Or TARDIS technology? I'm going to go up? with bags of holding. Okay. I mean, I mean, I think he's a who fan. Maybe? I think so too. I don't know. I forget. I, I know Genie is. I don't think Brett's too, too into it. Well, we were talking about other stuff, not Doctor Who. We were. So. But yes, Brett is, is, but he is the whole reason that I have these. <laughs> the silver ones dry out way too quick. The blue ones, meh, I don't care about. But the black ones, I can have a. I feel like the blue ones smear. The blue ones do smear. More easily and uh, just don't even talk to me about the green ones. I've never <clears throat> even used a green one. They're not great. They're I, not great. I wouldn't think so. No, no, no. Black and silver all the way. Uh, Neil Gaiman sometimes uses the gold ones, but it has, they have the same problem as the silver. They dry out they really dry quickly. Out. and Yeah. Because I've been thinking if I were to meet Neil Gaiman, what I would have him sign. And I'm, I'm, really, I'm really perplexed. I'm running out of things because we've had so many, <laughs> we've had so many <laughs> meet and greets over the years that I, um, the last time... I brought him a book that isn't even his. They were endless characters, but it was a a hardbound compilation by the artists that Mm -hmm. worked on Sandman, and it was a different writer. And so he drew this glorious Morpheus picture in the cover. I'll show you next time you're over. Um, But yeah, I've he he signed so much of my junk that I'm running out of things. (laughs) And I was I was thinking because I've got (laughs) I've got Death's first appearance. Uh, so, I mean, that would be kind of like a must. But I've got two different death statues. I've got yeah. the, the Arabian Nights small Sandman over there. Yes. But I don't even know where I would have him sign that thing because it's just like a tiny little Oscar. Jeremy's squinting right now to see <laughs> the statue that's sitting over there. Uh, you know, I have a box collection of figures from the Dreaming. Yeah. Maybe uh, we could take that to him and have him sign the box. They're still in the box. Wow, look at you. I, I know. That's a rarity around yes. my house because I take the toys out of the box and play with them. <laughs> I even, and uh, this is for my, my um, I use it for some of my vinyls and games, but I've got bookends of Cain and Abel. Oh, that would be good. Yes. Yeah, that would be cool. But I don't, I don't even know. But then we'd have to like shellac them so that the marker didn't come off. When people went, oh, 
and grabbed him and like picked him up and knocked over oh, your. Oh my god! <laughs> you just made every muscle in my body twitch. Well, because it happens. Because we Gosh. all have well-intentioned non-collector friends who are like, "Oh, let me play with your toys. Let me touch all your stuff." I see with my fingers. Right. No, you don't, motherfucker. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Uh, I have to wipe fingerprints off of the glass on the wall of Nerd all the time because people come in because, you know, we have all those 8 by 10 autographs in the entryway and people come in and touch them. I kept my hands in my pockets. (laughs) I think PJ kind of licked one. I don't remember. Oh, my God, uh, PJ. (laughs) I like this one. Uh. You better come over and do some disinfecting duty before you leave, brother. Oh, my God. (laughs) Too funny. So, speaking of things that we want to do, I have decided that we should probably do kind of a retrospective. And we can touch on a few things. But the one thing that I'm probably looking most forward to for the new year, since this is the last podcast of 2021, uh, thank you for coming. Yay! Yay, it's a party. Um, (laughs) I thought long and hard about this. And given all of the shows and everything that's gone on, I honestly think the one thing that I'm looking the most forward to is Invincible. Season two. Yeah? Because, I mean, Umbrella has already kind of set the standard, and I'm already expecting great things. Okay. And I honestly wasn't sure what to expect with Invincible, and they did such a good job. Uh, Lost in Space is done. Yeah. Um, Witcher we're getting now. Uh, In Marvel movies, I... I, uh, Don't even get me started on Marvel movies. I were... uh, I got... The Urban Decay Eternals makeup vault for my birthday last week. <laughs> so I wore my Eternals makeup just for you, buddy. <laughs> I got into an interesting conversation about the Marvel movies. <laughs> and in that conversation, at no time did they even bring up the Eternals. They're like, oh, yeah, I forgot about that movie. Whatever. I'm just saying. There's no accounting for taste. <laughs> God, that's just <laughs> softball pitch, that thing. I I mean, as much as I would love to see a sequel to The Eternals, I know we're going to get it, but yeah. I just, I'm... That definitely was not a hit for 2021 for me. Well... I know. I mean, we keep talking about it. People are going to stop listening, because this is all that's we talk all we about, talk is about. our difference is an opinion uh, regarding The, the Eternals. Eternals. So, yeah. I mean, the one thing that I was right about, that I am right about... Hawkeye. If Hawkeye! You, woo! Or as a friend of ours refers to it as, hot guy. Hot guy. <laughs> She's not wrong. She's not wrong. <laughs> and I've been watching uh, Mayor of Kingstown, which is yeah. Jeremy. Oh, my God. Yeah. Jeremy Renner just goes from, like, happy, playful, kind of plucky character to heartless killer. And just, I mean, just makes the born identity just look like romper room. I mean, it is. <laughs> holy God. I, I loved Mary Kingstown. If you haven't watched it, please do, because Jeremy Renner just shows you the darker, just, is that him? Is that right. him? Bang! Oh, Ooh. shit. <laughs> <laughs> Where'd that come from? Yeah. Yeah. So you need to watch that. But, uh, Hot Guy. Hot Guy. Concludes, and that's what I said. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just see, echoing. See, pecan, 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 pecan. Did you see that post where they're like, <laughs> spelled all the same way but how do you say it yeah uh i I was right kingpin kingpin so we talked to kingpin last time i was here too and one of the things i loved about netflix's daredevil was that wilson fisk wasn't goofy kingpin wasn't a parody of a bad guy no but then they kind of you know they brought back his og red hawaiian shirt which i despise I didn't like it in the comics, and I don't like it on film. I don't. Uh, I, I mean, and it was weird that they shifted to that particular shirt. I mean, I right? know of all of all of the wardrobe choices you have of Kingpin from his first appearance in the seventies to now. Yeah, go with the cheapy right? Magnum Pi shirt, right? All right. Whatever. Although I did have a little nerd moment um, when I saw the diamond tip cane because that is his weapon of choice. It that is. is OG costume. Uh, and I love that. And so I talk a lot to you about deep dives for non-comic yes. fans. The Swordsman? What? 
What? But I mean, it is such a diluted, <laughs> watered-down version of the swordsman. He's he's comical. He's pointless. I, right? I mean, he's he's the bagman for all intents and purposes. And it was just like, what? Yeah. Why? I mean, I knew yeah. he, he was immediately. Immediately upon him showing up, I'm like, it's the swordsman. Right. Great. We're going to see some some cool back and forth between Hawkeye and the swordsman like we would in the comics. No. no. <laughs> like, seriously? Although he's another link to Kang. He is another link to Kang. So. But I don't know how how in all that is holy do you get that freaking mouth-breathing idiot to Kang. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know because he's well, he's such a backstabber anyway, and he's yes. such he's such a side switcher and leads. I mean, you know this. He yes. at one point he leads the Avengers right to Kang, saying that oh, we're gonna go kick his butt, and then uh-huh. like who I fooled you, and now I'm on Kang's side. And so I don't know. It's, it's just so a little. Lame. <laughs> I, don't know. I just yeah I I'm I'm okay I'm I'm like all right fine whatever and we knew that Haley's mom was the baddie of course of course but I do love that it took a car to take Kingpin down right I mean literally <laughs> just hit him with a freaking car how are you gonna stop the Kingpin oh you hit him with a car I'm gonna run him over just boom and he flew yeah he did right into that toy store <laughs> <laughs> I was like wow. Although, um, Echo, oh, the lights are off. No, I, yeah. <laughs> because when I'm sitting in here quiet, when I'm typing, I like it dark. Because I've got like all this beautiful light and all this. So the, the light in the studio just automatically shuts off in the timer and I've got the, the sensor taped over. So <laughs> the inner workings of Smurf's mind. I like it we're, dark. We're just going to sit in the dark and um, talk comics. Yeah, that doesn't. Get some mood lighting. I can turn on the the, the, the palm electric tree. palm tree. <laughs> that is the best fixture in this studio. I am telling you. Well, until it starts to mold. <laughs> no, I put bleach in there. There's no there's no mold growing in that. Oh my gosh, dear listeners, if you could see this thing, it is straight out of Miami Vice. It, it is beautiful. It lights up in neon colors and bubbles and oh it's yeah. right out of the sharper image catalog <laughs> that is sharper image 1988 right there classic oh my I God. even have all the different slide colors in the bottom of it so it can be red green pink yeah the red's yeah. more of a pinky there's a maroon in there <laughs> i went with green obviously you know obviously obviously <laughs> so <laughs> it lights up it goes with the green lantern neon light behind it, it. does it does um, but, oh, Kingpin. Kingpin. Before we get too far off track. I like that scene with Echo and Kingpin in the alley is straight out of the comics. It is. It is amazing. I am disappointed in what they did or didn't do with Echo. Because Echo becomes Ronin. Right. And that seems like a missed opportunity. And it just, I, I, I mean... There were some certain leaps with the character that w- were not bad. Right. And I liked somewhat of the face-off between her and Kingpin. But I just... Eh, the character was such a letdown. And maybe if we had more than, what, six? Six episodes. Six episodes, we could have done something. But I really think a lot of the, the series was was wasted with fluff and filler. And, I mean, as funny as it is to see Hawkeye with LARPers going, God, I fought Thanos. I mean, right, that is... Right. That is for Although, the life of me, the best line in the entire the entire series. At the end, I like that they put. Well, when he first encounters the Larpers, I like that they that he pointed out that a lot of them are EMS and first responders. Yes, because that makes sense at the end when they're evacuating people. And I that was so great when they emerged from that building in their Larp outfits. It was just like they looked like Asgardian I wannabes. Know, it was, it was so awesome. sweet, and that. Rogers the musical that was some embarrassing crap right there. I don't embarrass easy and I was embarrassed for those actors. I could not watch I'm, I'm <laughs> watch- and if you haven't watched the the end and mid credit scenes on Hawkeye at the last episode it is just <laughs> oh, oh it hurts it hurts and Scott Scott wasn't even there right <laughs> All in all, I am very impressed with what they did with Hawkeye. I like the ideas. I like the premise. I would like to see a season two. I would like to see them expand on this. I don't know if we'll get it. 
uh, as Disney does whatever Disney does. The mouse has his thing. But this Wednesday coming up, Book of Boba. I'm so excited for that. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm. Mm-hmm. Right? Right? Every time I see a commercial for it, I'm just like, wee. Well, and so it's, it's funny. That, I mean, I remember when the character first showed up, I remember sitting in the theater and we were so close because the theater was sold out. Right. And um, I literally was like this. <laughs> looking up. Looking up at the, <laughs> the, the screen. So, I mean, Bosk's foot is basically right where my head is. Yeah. And all of this beautiful just vision that of bounty hunters. Armor. I mean, well, yeah, the whole Bounty Hunter lineup, the IG unit and Bosk and yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, IG-88, Bosk, Gengar, um, Zuckus, Forlom. Right. So, so many characters that we had no clue about. None, but all of them were like immediately cool. Just like Boba Fett. No idea what the hell this dude is. And for all intents and purposes, gets taken out in one shot in Return of the Jedi and gets eaten by a giant worm. That's it. We right? Never, we, never, we never really see how badass he is. He just walks around posing. He's right? a poser. He's a poser. And that's His little cape <laughs> flapping in the wind. <laughs> all this guy did was show up, talk shit, and, and strike a pose for the cameras. Exactly. But evidently, he and was we the, love him the for baddest, it. baddest bounty hunter. I like that he is laying down, even in the trailer, um, I'm not a bounty hunter. Yeah. I love that that's the defining... Uh, statement from the character. Yep. He's not a bounty hunter. No. And Tamara Morrison is, he's excellent in this role. And uh, Ming-Na Wen, she was so good as Fennec Shand. I mean, we've got new characters. We've got old characters. We've got, I'm so excited. I can't wait. So the last trailer um, that we saw introduces some new woman in the background. Yeah. The question and my theory before we go further, <laughs> my, my prediction for 2022, is it Mara Jade? Oh, that would be awesome. I think it would be awesome. I know she doesn't have red hair, or at least she doesn't look like she has red hair in the trailer, but it goes by so quick. Right, and right. And I didn't pause it because I don't, I, this is my initial reaction, so don't at me, but I think I might be onto something that this, because with the fall of Jabba and the Emperor, and she was the Emperor's hand, and she was right. at, if you read the books, she was at Jabba's palace to take Luke out yep. on their first, um, in, in Return of the Jedi. So if she's been there the entire time. She has been. This could be Mara Jade. Could be. I, I, would, love, I would love to see that. I, I, would... I know Lucas hates her. Well... George Lucas absolutely hates Mara Jade. Thankfully, he's not the king of this anymore, so he doesn't get to. <laughs> That's the thing. When you sell something, it stops, it being, stops yours. being yours. But this is something I could see Rodriguez doing because Rodriguez is very um, character driven. He loves yes. strong female yes. characters. So, I mean, why else would you strap a machine gun to the end of uh, Rose McGowan's leg. Right, right. So I think, I really think that this is Mara Jade. Okay, so that's how Robert Rodriguez makes up amends with me for being a part of kidnapping the baby and the Mandalorian. Right. <laughs> and this is how we get, this is how we get square, Robert. For, for punching bring baby in, Yoda. Yeah, bring in Mara Jade and all is forgiven. Even though you kidnap the baby, right? All is forgiven. Punch the baby, no, Jason Sudeikis will never make that up to me. We will never be friends. Even as Ted Lasso? You haven't watched Ted Lasso No, yet, because I'm so furious that he punched the baby. <laughs> so at, San- at uh, Emerald City, there was the Ted Lasso cosplay? Yes, yes. There's the green army man that he gave me. Oh, yes. So I take a picture of Ted Lasso, and he's like, here, you're going to need this. He gives me an army man. I'm like, this is fantastic. So now it's in the studio as well. <laughs> yes, well, I think, I, I hope Sudeikis shows up again. In 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 armor, I think that would be hilarious. Just like like this re- reoccurring. <laughs> Didn't you know. they blow him up though in the in the? Uh, maybe I mean who knows? You know I watched that. They all uh, look the same. I watched the that documentary series about making the Mandalorian. Yes. And is it Deborah Chow that says that they ran out? They used all of their ammo in that scene with the five hundred first, the fan five hundred first, and they had to apply for more ammo, which is a really hard thing to do. So first of all, I mean I don't know how much your audience knows about making movies, but it's hard to get ammunition for a film anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, 
and it's usually not live rounds, and I know there's a whole controversy around that right now anyway. So <clears throat> so that if you've used it all, what happens? <laughs> you have to shut everything down. You have to shoot something else. Like, what do you do while you're That's waiting? Because it's not an immediate no. approval. I <clears throat> think what it was, and we see it as when we, we get the, 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 the close moments, the, the Bacra spray, you know, right, right. the the let's drag his, his sorry busted ass carcass back in. You know, you, you get these like single hero moments, I think, that you while do you're in waiting the meantime, for while your you're waiting ammo permit. For your ammo. <laughs> what do we got left? Well, we can blow something up. Well, let's do that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, this whole Star Wars on TV through Disney Plus, that is the way it should be. In my opinion, we should get these episodic snippets which I think was probably the vision all along, but... I think it was, but we, we didn't have the technology. Right. We, didn't, we didn't have the budgets. I mean... And that screen, that oh room God, thing the, that they built. Oh the my habitat goodness. or whatever the right? hell they call it. So awesome. And they're using it for Boba Fett again. Yes. And, yeah, I just can't I'm sure Obi-Wan is in there. I'm, I'm sure... Yeah, Obi-Wan, another thing I'm looking forward to. That sand moving across the screen, that effect where then it forms his name, that gives me goosebumps every time. Because he is my favorite. Yeah. All the Star Wars. Oh, yeah. Screw Boba Fett. Obi-Wan is where it's at. Well, (laughs) (laughs) those are fighting words. (laughs) I know. I like it. Uh, What else? One of the best things that I have for the year, um, and it's not so much as a surprise hit, but it was actually a very... It was a very welcomed, and I've seen, I've already watched it like four times, was Sweet Tooth. Yeah. And I really, I really got into that. And I love Jeff uh, Lemire's work and Robert Downey Jr. being the producer for the series. And Susan. And his wife, and yes, Susan. Susan yes. Because um, I loved what they did for Perry Mason on right. the HBO, which was a great, great little series. And I hope we see that come back. I don't think we will, because it was so no. noir and it was so... Perry Mason before he was Perry Mason and it was great but Sweet Tooth was such a hit and hit the heartstrings just like my heart grew three sizes more than the books more than the books I came late to the books because there was so much going on and I really didn't give a shit (laughs) I mean (laughs) I mean I only had so many reading hours allotted to me because I was doing so much and I, there are so many other books coming out, and I didn't need another post-apocalyptic title, and the dude's a deer, and I'm just like, <sighs> I mean, the artwork was, was... It's gorgeous. It is gorgeous, and it is, it's very interesting, but at the time, I didn't appreciate it. I didn't, I came in later. That's fair. I mean, that happens. I, you know, I haven't seen the show at all. I've read the books, right. but I haven't seen the show, so. I think you would love the show. I'm excited for it to come back for season two, especially when how they left it and all. So okay. I th- if you have not watched it, and if you like the books, yeah, I think you'll really love it. And the music's great. It, it looked good, but like you said, you only have so much time in the day. And we were in mad show prep because. Right. All of a sudden, we were all over the country and and doing these shows. And so, yeah, it just... It didn't work. It didn't work. But now we have all this time, eventually. Well... Sort of. I mean, I don't. (laughs) You're like, no, not really. No, because I'm trying to do... I'm going to try and do seven shows in 2022. And this and my job and... You know, keep our house together and Jeremy fed, and and we have secret projects. And that we, we have can't secret tell you projects, about. and yeah, it's uh, and announcements coming. Woo! Brett's got a countdown going on. I saw that. <laughs> There's so, so many things going on behind the scenes. We can't even talk about I it. Know. I like teasing people, though. I know. I'm really excited about it. So you have seven cons. You and I discussed this. Yes. Um, out of the seven cons, what is the one you were most anxious? And excited to hit. I am always excited to be in Seattle. I mean, we had, I I got sick while we were there. And I actually, I'll tell you later, but I think I know what caused that. I think it was an allergic reaction to something we ate. Uh, that would explain a lot. Yeah, yeah. Because you, you were down like one half of a day. I, 
Not the whole half. No. I went. I went home up. like early, but yes. I wasn't gone the whole day. I mean, <laughs> and from Jeremy's perspective, you and I had been wandering the con floor for hours anyway, so it was no different. <laughs> Shh, I was trying to avoid that. We, we were absolutely worthless. Jerry, Jeremy carried the weights. Jeremy, he usually does. Um, and he's so kind, and he usually says things like, well, you did all the work to get us here, so now it's my turn to take over, which is a really nice way of saying, you dragged us out here, and now you're going off to play with your friends and leave me here to do the work. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. Yeah. So I got nothing. I get really, I can't even <laughs> defend that. So I'm excited to go back to Seattle in August, which is a quicker turnaround than we usually do. And um, I was hoping to do Fan Expo Boston, but I think those dates conflict. And if they if they're not the same weekend, they're the they're the next they're bookend weekends. And I don't think I can get from Boston to Seattle in a week. That, I just don't that think that's possible. Um, <clears throat> so we'll see. I'll have to look at the schedule, but I'm really excited about that. I'm excited to go back to Miami. We're talking to Reed Pop about doing New York City Comic Con. Um, the return of Starfest. <laughs> I think, st- I mean, we're literally going to have to do Starfest. So according to, hold on, I'll get to yeah. Starfest in a second. According to Fan Expo Boston, they're looking at August 12th through the 14th of 2022. And I think Emerald City is the next weekend. Yes. So. And then we have Starfest. Which we, we 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 will be doing that, but I mean we're literally like packing up the booth and driving out. Yeah, th- 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 that yeah. Sunday yeah. after breakdown. I think um, I'm going to have to split the booth, and I think that we might have to enlist some help th- with Lori to help Jeremy close down Starfest and take it home while you and I leave for Miami or something. I haven't even thought it all through yet. Wow. Um, but we're looking at we're looking at a long run, and then uh, the super secret project mm-hmm. uh, horror fest does, or festival of horror doesn't conflict with my road schedule this year, so I will be there in some capacity. I haven't decided what yet, and so we're just on the run. And do you want to talk about New York? Do you want to bring it up? Well, I you know we're talking about it. Um, we're my vendor coordinator for Reed Pop is on vacation right now, so we'll really get into the weeds of that in the next couple weeks. But it sounds like Susie Q's is coming to New York City. So, so excited. <laughs> Going back to New York. We haven't confirmed. No, we but haven't. But we're, um, we're working through it, and my kid is really excited. Uh, Jeremy and my son lives in Brooklyn, and so he's really excited to show us his dumpy apartment oh. and in brooklyn <laughs> yeah he well lives. it could be part of the gentrification side of brooklyn it's not a lot of work. oh <laughs> never mind it's not although it's really it's really um it's really in line with who eric is because he's living with like punk rockers and diy kids and they're in this building used to be some kind of printing See, now that would be cool. That seems like like an awesome kind of so, setup. I like that. Yeah, the anarchists are feeding the neighborhood, and and it's very it's very in line with who Eric is, and he's really loving it, and so it's good for him. But but at the end of the day, it's like thirty punk rock dudes living in a loft, and so it's down by the river. <laughs> I don't think they're by the river. It costs more to live in a crappy loft by the river in it New does. York. So it's very true. Uh, but it's very him, and he loves it. Well, and New York's a fun town. Yeah. I'm excited to go back to New York. I've actually never been. Well, I went once, wow. but I wasn't allowed to. I was I was a child, and I was locked up in an apartment. Not against my will. This isn't a kidnapping situation. But <laughs> it just paints a was, horrible picture. Yeah, I was not allowed to wander. <laughs> you need to stay put. Right. It was New York in the 90s, so. Eh. <laughs> It wasn't what it is now. No. Uh, what else are you looking forward to? Because we talked about what I'm looking forward to right. with Invincible and, and Sweet Tooth. So what, what, pray tell. I am one of the top secret projects. We just, uh, we just laid some groundwork for that. And we'll talk about that later as it evolves. But I'm really excited to start that. I am so excited to have some time off. I'm taking just a minute. Just a minute. <laughs> <laughs> I really was going to try and take time off. Right. That did not work. 
Um, yeah, and I'm just tackling projects around the house. Uh, I'm excited for, media-wise, I'm excited for the return of Saga. That's right. That book finally comes back. Yes. Uh, I'm, I'm curious what the direction they're going to take, if we're going to see, like, a significant jump. Because I saw the cover, and I'm I'm very curious about character development. What's happened? It's going to be great. Yes. I can't wait. <laughs> I love Brian. I love Fiona. It's going to be – that book is amazing. It's going to continue to be amazing. Just don't um, make it a series, Netflix, please. Don't screw this one up. <laughs> As we talked about before, I'm excited about the upcoming Star Wars stuff. Boba Fett is this week. Um, Bad Batch is returning. There's there's just so much stuff. Um, you know, I'm watching this great K-drama <laughs> I'm we, glad you, I knew sooner or later we had, you were going to bring it up. Well, we had this weird, we haven't watched a current series before now. And so right. we ran into this weird problem. So you want to talk about first world problems. Here it is. We caught up on the episodes okay. and they released a new one, but it hadn't been, trans- the subtitles hadn't been translated to English yet. So we couldn't, we watched it, but we didn't have no, idea what's no going clue on. what they were talking. Uh, so we were making things up. <laughs> we were, it was very mystery science theater. I was just about to say yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. We were like, oh, and Kim Shin is going to come and be our boyfriend, and then we're going to ride scooters, and then we're going to eat candy. And it was just very nonsensical, and it was ridiculous. Sounds um, like fun. Yeah. See, and that yeah. would indicate that you're a heavy drinker, and you're not, which is funny. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Uh, so I told my therapist about being at the Space Needle. <laughs> Oh um, my God! If there is a I, if there is a conversation, <laughs> I wanted to be a fly on the wall on that would be it. Well, she was asking how our trip was, and I was telling her that you know I I'd been a little ill, but we had a good time, and I have this unfortunate habit, I guess, that has formed that every time we go to this space, I don't know, it can't be higher in altitude than here no, at home. It's, it's not. I must be underhydrated or overtired or both, or I'm just making excuses for being embarrassed because I was drunk in the Space Needle again, more than once. Uh, and then that took a weird turn, and we were picking up girls and, and eating expensive grapes. It was a very weird, it was a very weird afternoon. I'm surprised Jeremy didn't take video of it. Uh, I think he was just. I think. <laughs> At the point, because I looked over at Jeremy at one point, and he just had this grin, like, yeah, I'm just going to watch this. I, I really, honestly, he was along for the ride, and he was just curious, well, where the hell is this going to go? Right? And I think that was kind of where, where Jeremy was on that, <laughs> which is fine. I thought it was hilarious. So, yeah, we're not going to we're not gonna go to the Space Needle again. <laughs> you say that now. And then, and then in August, there were going to be. Because you know where you have to go to the Nerd Museum. Right. Which it was, was closed. closed. It was closed the day we... It's closed on Wednesdays. Who closes a Nerd Museum on Wednesdays? Especially when Comic-Con's in town. Well, those those people. Morons. <laughs> Son of a so bitch. we'll go a different day. We'll go a different day. Because I want to see it. And we had a scuffle with some high-profile neighbors... Um, I did not talk about that to anybody. No, uh, and I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna get into it. I just want. I just Probably want the audience to. to imagine what that entails. And because Smurf became very unruly. <laughs> no, so much. W- so much. I was in their booth taking a phone call. <laughs> that is unruly. <laughs> um, and I think. I think it was. It was more than one actually, because it started with like. Um, the, the the people calling to tell me about my uh you know warranty on my car right which I've bought a new car in you know two three decades now right your car is older than my adult child yes <laughs> so, so it started with that and then I actually had to take a call right so I just sat there and took that one which was right. business and those guys were just not happy with me so much that they moved the next day woohoo um yeah and. I don't know. I'm just I'm just excited to be back on the road. I'm looking forward to this coming convention season and I'm I'm just glad that we're we're doing it. Even if we have to do it behind masks, I'm glad I'm glad that it's happening. It's happening. We're moving forward. Yeah. Huzzah. And we got to meet Steve Bloom. We did meet Steve Bloom and he was just such a cherry of a person. He was just so fun and just 
he really, really loves his fans. He, it's, he and does. it's not placating to us. No, 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 no. He was he, he, he was, was genuine. He was. And it was nice to talk about the new Cowboy Bebop series. And he talked about meeting his castmates from the voiceover work from the original anime, uh, his voiceover work with Star Wars. And and as we were leaving, he said, see a space cowgirl, which, you know, like made my knees weak because. Yeah, you, yay. you were giggling. You're like, hee. <laughs> When am I not giggling? You were like a character out of Strawberry Shortcake. Oh, my gosh. It was amazing. It was amazing. But, no, he was was so genuine and very, very appreciative. And I think that's probably one of the best interactions that I've had with a voice actor all time I'm going to go with. Agreed. Well, I mean, Rob Paulson. But Rob is on such a different level. He is. Uh, D. Baker is pretty great, too, especially when uh, the convention is treating him well. Yes. <laughs> not to make him sound like a diva, but D and I were at a not-so-great show at the same time, and it was an uphill battle for all. Yes. But, um, you know, I don't think that, I don't think that show's coming back. I don't. I, I don't, don't that want to talk about it anymore. Yeah. Uh, but, <laughs> but it was you know. so nice. And I wanted to ask him more about Star Wars projects, but I know that that's like kibosh. But it was right. just so – he was right there that I just wanted to just, just – He's so nice. The interviewer in me was just clawing to get out. Well, I mean, he lives – Locally, I don't mean to out him. He, I know. he does live locally. He is literally in our backyard, and uh, I probably could have him in. But that would be so great. We should probably let's call him. Let's call him. <laughs> we won't call him now. We will say that offline. Right, right. Jeremy, Jeremy, put, got out his phone. No, um, I've already done those calls on the radio. <laughs> they never go according to plan. Never. That's bad. But uh, we will. We will. Uh, <laughs> we will see about getting him in. Yay! Because he is here. Dee's and I'm amazing. Sure, I'm sure Dee would do it. He might have some fun with it. Yeah. What, the thing that fascinates me most about Dee, Bradley Baker, is not him at all. No. It is that somewhere locally in my neighborhood is this super high-speed fiber optic internet connection, because uh, he records at home a lot, I believe, mm-hmm. and I can't tap into it. <laughs> We, too, have our own high-speed fiber optic little booth in the other room. Yes, yes. So you, too, could be like D. Bradley Baker. Well, I have to take lessons. So we'll see. We'll see. Um, Yeah, Steve Bloom said, the greatest compliment I've ever received, uh, I said, well, I want to be a cartoon voice when I grow up, but my voice is too weird. And he's like, no, it's great. And he didn't try and sell us voice lessons. No, that was was nice. (laughs) Like, obviously, we know what we're doing, but... Right, right. You guys will be fine. So, yeah. That was super fun. It is. It was fun. Um, So, going back to your K-drama. Yes. uh, Some interesting news came out, and I know... I don't know where you sit on this, because I think we talked about it roughly, but Squid Games. Squid Games. Which, uh, the masks were everywhere. Everywhere. I really want one. I know I can print my own, because we have our own 3D printer here in the studio. I know it's just an odd uh, office equipment piece to have. Well, we've got one, too. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah, but your, your world is a lot different than mine. <laughs> what does a studio need with a 3D printer? But I want to make one of the masks. Now, what was interesting is the um, the creator is in final talks for two more seasons. Two? Of Squid Games. Okay. Neither season two or three have been officially confirmed by Netflix at this time. Um, but the creator has gone on to say, uh, we will come to a conclusion anytime soon. This is the first time that uh, Dong Hook has mentioned the possibility of a season three. Uh, but the plot does revolve around 456 and him facing off against the front man right. in season two. So this whole thing is really unusual. This yes. situation, the entire situation with Squid Games is super unusual Very. because the first thing is that I've been taking a lot of heat from my friends and our dear Smurf for being a K-drama <laughs> dork, <laughs> and now you're all like into it. You're all like Squid Games, no, no, Squid no, Games, no, Squid no, Games. No, 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 that's not and fair. <laughs> I'm the one that keeps telling you Korean Odyssey. <laughs> I'm totally with you on the K dramas, some of them. Um, no, that's true. That's true. You, you and Red have not have been the only people not to tease me about it. But mm-hmm. um, so, first of all, we've got that. Second of all, it's really unusual for a series to continue after its original run. You get 
between 16 and 21, 20, 22 episodes sometimes, and then that's it. That's, that's it. the whole story. Yep. Uh, so the fact that they're even talking about additional seasons is bonkers. That's not – it's so outside it's of the norm. It works. And <clears throat> that frontman character, I love the actor – uh, he was in another show that we watched, and he's in G.I. Joe, and he's he's rather prolific. He is. Um, and so I think that will be interesting. Also, what I love about that matchup is that they're, like, middle-aged dudes, right? They're not the, they're not the 20-something. They're not the early 30s, the dreamboats. They're just, like, these middle-aged dudes, and I love it. Broken people. Right? <laughs> I mean, everybody, everybody in Squid Games, there wasn't, like – I mean, there were a couple of younger – Right. Um, the police officer. The police officer. I mean, but for all intents and purposes, these are broken-ass people. Yeah, yeah, they are. And it is awesome to see. And one of the comments from the creator, um, and this is a direct quote, as for the front man who was also a past winner, but uh, become the uh, Darth Vader, if you will, of the, the world. That's is kind of a stretch. It is? <laughs> I just love that he's got it, you know, he's got this all thought out. Right. Uh, He will go through a certain uh, critical point where he is put through a test as well. Well, he's been working on this show for like 10 years. It It was initially rejected in Korea because of the high violence level and... So well, it's kind of become a joke between like Tawan and I and a few other people. Like you know, we've got friends that are kind of higher profile, and they're like they're running their own Squid Games. If like suddenly, <laughs> if suddenly Ryan disappears, like right. oh, well, well, we know what, what happened to Wakeman. <laughs> oh no, <laughs> Squid Games. Yeah, <laughs> Squid Games is so prolific that one of the BTS boys dressed up in the red jumpsuit he wasn't wearing a mask because they were performing but right. he had that it was clearly it red could hoodie. not have been anything else it was clearly a red squid games jumpsuit well and i kept joking with Suze that every if i saw a red hoodie coming my way i'm done i'm out yeah yeah, yeah. i'm not looking back <laughs> pray to god you can run because i'm not looking back <laughs> <laughs> it's a good thing I, I was thinking about this the other day because i was telling my mom and dad about um I got an email from a friend who said, I'm sorry, this is, I need to back up more. We met John Scalzi in Seattle, right? We did. We did. And I was so excited. Uh, I tripped on the drapes <laughs> and almost you ate almost it. You almost took out the entire <laughs> signing section. You, you tripped over the the skirting on one of the right right <laughs> which horrifically is not the first time something like that has happened because i'm really clumsy i had no idea <laughs> brett leader one and i look over is like the whole <laughs> thing shifts like what did you do <laughs> the, yeah the, the <laughs> it was so funny and susie's like i'm all right i'm all right <laughs> the, the skirting is waving in the breeze and the pipes are shaking and anyway so that isn't the first time that's happened right right i i didn't actually fall and i wasn't hurt but a friend of mine sent me an email saying who was a witness to the first time it happened where i ate it in front of high profile sci-fi future writers and i I actually did hurt myself i cut myself and it was yeah it was lord So, Do we need to get you a helmet? <laughs> yes. Uh, the, the friend said, I heard uh, from your Instagram page and from someone who was there that you almost biffed it in front of John Scalzi. And I said, yeah, I, I did. And he's like, oh, did you hurt yourself? No, no, no. Not like the last time. <clears throat> so I was telling my mom all of this. And... <clears throat> I was telling her, do you remember when I almost tripped and rolled down the hill towards the water <laughs> in Seattle? And she was like, what is wrong with you? Why are you tripping and falling and you get too excited? And I was, I was telling my mom, the boys had to walk, the guys had to walk in front of me because I kept falling down and rolling into the street. <laughs> I loved it. Jeremy and I never once spoke about this. <laughs> it's just a... It was just it was just instinctive. But when we're walking, Jeremy and I would immediately like people would come. We would line up. Jeremy would be in front. I would be in back. <laughs> but it was like this unspoken choreography that was happening when we we saw potential Susie dumb just right? just just like no, nope, we can't let that happen. And it would it would be very interesting as far as how 
we would align ourselves based on where you were and what was going on around us. Hands reaching out to cover the edges of street signs yes. so I didn't clonk my head. And uh, yeah, it was, yeah. Or, or the was... homeless people like ascend <laughs> upon you. <laughs> so weird. I put off some vibe that makes people want to tell me their gross medical history. And uh, the worse situation they're in, the more, the, like the higher that frequency. So, yeah. Oh, I get that. Um, so, yeah, I got an email asking about if you tripping and falling in front of uh, John Scalzi. <laughs> who, who the hell else was there that would have talked about that? Uh it is a very complicated story that I don't want to get into here Fair on enough. the mic. But <laughs> Su- Susie's life. <laughs> so many people. Yeah, not really. Not really at all. <laughs> um, <clears throat> the stars aligned, mm-hmm. and... I almost well, it. And to be fair, I mean, we ran into people we hadn't seen for a while. So it was good to be out. I wasn't yeah. expecting to run in. I mean, Khalil, who um, has been trapped in England because he's part right. of the right. the Reed Pop guys. And he runs their their um, hall out there. But he used to be with IDW, who's a publisher with IDW. Mm-hmm. Oh, and Bob. And Bob. Oh, Bob. my God, Bob. I felt so bad about that. <laughs> I did. So, <laughs> and it, I mean, I know exactly what it looks like, and I look like an ass, but you know, it's 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 Bob. Bob, <clears throat> I've been hanging out with Bob for a couple of years. We, anytime we're in Chicago or New York or any other cons, I go and say hi to Bob. Right. And and he just comes to say hi th- at the table, and he's just standing there. And Bob and I are going back and forth talking about I, I don't know comics and such. And he he's a very accomplished and recognizable Avengers artist and Marvel artist. He's been an editor. Yeah, he's not Bob, ladies and gentlemen. He is Bob frickin' Hall, right? (laughs) Bob Hall is standing in my booth. And my heart is racing and my palms are sweaty. And they're talking about putting on... um, King Lear in Nebraska, of yes. all places. And that's, where, like, that's where Bob lives, actually. Um, and I'm just like, oh, my God, oh, my God. I, like, I'm having this full, like, nerd meltdown. Like, I'm I'm dancing back and forth. And like I said, my palms are all sweaty. And then he's like, okay, Smurf, I'll see you around. And he just leaves. And he doesn't, and Smurf doesn't introduce him. He doesn't tell this guy my name at all. He just is I like, thought you knew Bob. He's like, hey, Bob, see you around. <laughs> I thought you knew Bob. I felt so bad. <laughs> I really, I, I mean, I don't mean to be an ass. <laughs> I really don't. But I honestly, I, I honestly, with as, as you know, I, it, it's Bob. I guess at some point you do take certain things for granted. And the fact that. You know, Bob right. is here all the time. I thought you had met Bob. So I, I apologize. <laughs> but we did introduce <laughs> Susie to Bob. The story does go on. It where, does. It does. Where we introduce and we make proper <laughs> introductions. <laughs> so, because Bob was going to be a special guest of yes. mine for Colorado Festival of Horror. He wasn't able to make it because of conflict in con schedule because he yeah. gets to go to Italy. I mean, all right, fine, I get it. Pick Italy over me, Bob, I get it. But um, I mean, wouldn't you? Yes. <laughs> In a heartbeat, are you kidding? <laughs> Hang out with me or go to Italy. Well, I can get rid of myself. I'm going to Italy. <laughs> um, <laughs> but, I mean, Bob is so nice, and he's such, he a, he's such a cool guy, and him and he I is. have sat and, and, and talked a lot of stuff, and we've, we've, we've drank a lot of wine together, which yeah. go laugh and figure... But even Brett Leader One and I have sat there, and Bob's like, I can hang with you guys for a little while, but God, after a while. Right, because, well, you're, you're not an enabler. You're just not a stopper. I am not a stopper. You are not a stopper. And so if, you, if you're with Smurf and you get on a questionable path, he's not going to dissuade you under any circumstance. Nope. <laughs> so pretty soon not my that's, job. you end up drunk in the space needle picking up women and eating super expensive grapes well, that's okay. that's what happened to be fair to my point if you are going to do something that would cause you bodily harm or something that i would be like i don't think you really want to do that i would right. intercede right i think I like would, jail a, time or hospital visits are yes. probably no 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 i can't let you off do the that. table absolutely now if um, you're going to do something that's going to embarrass yourself 
and I'm going to laugh. I mean, you watched me roll down the street into traffic. It, it, it takes a lot to really embarrass see, me. <laughs> but see, we have... Very true. But I mean, it's, it's kind of at the point like um, uh, Top Gear. Right. Where you know they love each other. Right. They're the closest of friends. And, and the moment that you're kind of like, oh, this is going to be fun to watch. Right. It's, it's kind of like that, okay, what are they going to do? Exactly. And I know you wouldn't let me get in any trouble. Oh, no, 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 no. And I wouldn't let you get in any trouble. And Jeremy, for sure as hell, going to have bail money. So, I mean, <laughs> it's... <laughs> we, we had a long talk about that in yes, Snoqualmie. <laughs> now, the 24-hour holding period. No, right, just... right. Oh, my gosh. But I'm not um, going to be... I am not an, an enabler, but I, I do not limit your choice. No, you're not a stopper no. either. Jeremy is not an enabler, nor is he a stopper, but he makes this face that just, it just, he doesn't even have to say anything. He just gives you this look and stops you dead in your tracks. And all of a sudden you want to eat Brussels sprouts and do your homework and go to bed early. It just. The father figure just like. Yeah. It's just like, oh, I'm making bad choices. Time to go home. (laughs) Yeah. But it was, it was, it was worth it. And, and, and Bob, I'm glad you got to meet. Yeah, and, that and you will see Bob definitely again. a highlight. He wants to do something with Red. He was talking about doing a Yay, project with Red. Yay, that's wonderful. Yes, so I so don't know where that awesome. is. Actually, I need to talk to Red. Poor Red. Red. Red I know. felt so left out. <laughs> so did it wasn't just Red though. Everybody. We got between the two of us. The phones were dinging Non-stop. the whole time because Non-stop. we left two beloved friends at home. And they will never forgive us for that. Nope. <laughs> or I was like, definitely joining you on the next excursion because this was boring without you. Oh, yeah. And my friend Stuart, all Hi, Stuart. day, Hi, every Stuart. day. Hi, Stuart. Where are you? What are you doing? How come I didn't get to come? I miss you guys. You're having too much fun without me. And yeah. Hey, Stuart, next time. It's all you, bud. That's right. Come along. We need, we need someone to drive. <laughs> Susie and I suck. <laughs> we didn't drive. We did not drive. A mile. Not even Not like, one. Jeremy drove the whole way. Jeremy Ironmaned the shit out of it. And I'm just like all impressed. I'm like, God damn. Like, okay. Smurf and I are asleep in the car, oh, snoring yeah. our way across the, the western states. <laughs> I, just, I, can, I can just feel Jeremy like if I shove something in their mouth. <laughs> It oh, may stop breathing. We woke each other up at one point. That was the best part. snoring so loud. <laughs> Jeremy laughed. He's all like, you know you guys woke each other up with your snoring, right? I'm like, no. But that's good to know. We weren't snoring. Yeah. It's just that we're not used to chewing our air. That's all. Right? Uh, what else oh we got? Um, so last couple of things. Uh, Matrix Resurrections. Did you watch it yet? No. It's, uh, it's on my wait. to-do list for today. We can wait. Uh, the one big thing that I'm curious about, um, and this is the last topic I got for today. Uh, this Friday, speaking of shows coming out, uh, Karate Kid. Um the Cobra Kai next season starts. Love that show. So Ralph Macchio was quoted saying uh, that the Karate Kid film remake is not part of the Miyagi verse. I love oh, that. They, I love that they've the done Miyagi-verse. the Miyagi verse. That caught my eye more than anything else. <laughs> so the character um, with Hillary Swank when they tried to do a relaunch, right? Um, even though she interacted with Miyagi, mm-hmm. uh, isn't part of. The, the Miyagi verse. However, Hillary Swank has been approached about doing a cameo in Cobra Kai. Oh, that would be interesting. So, with season four dropping this Friday, of course, um, and they, they totally hook, line, and sinker does last year. Right. With surprise cameos. Right. And if you haven't watched Cobra Kai, I don't want to ruin it. Um, that was so sweet, though. It and was. It, and it didn't go the direction I expected N- at all. Nobody thought that was going to go the way it went. No. But they did go on to say that, um, unfortunately, there is no chance of Jaden Smith or Jackie Chan to make an appearance. I'm probably more broken up about Jackie Chan. I agree. Uh, I mean, I know that kid is doing the best job he can do, but... Nothing, nothing really about him appeals to me. And I, I'm not a big like his, his, Yeah, his work doesn't speak to me. No. And that doesn't invalidate it and doesn't mean that he's doing a bad job. It just doesn't just speak to me. me. Yeah. 
But Jackie Chan? Right? Because I know that people have talked about him doing the next Shang-Chi, and, and there's, a lot of, there's a lot of issues with having Jackie Chan. There's issues, but there's not. Because Jackie Chan wants to be in control. Right. And rightfully so, the man is legend. Yeah, um, I think he's earned that position. Exactly. And he has certain expectations. He's not going to do something half-assed. No, 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 no. And he, he, he is known for stepping in, taking control, and doing things a certain way. But let's face it, that certain way, it works. It does work. So uh, would he make an appearance in Shang-Chi? I think the mouse would have to get over himself to let Jackie Chan do what Jackie does. Right. There, There's a lot of control issues. And Disney probably is not real keen on Jackie's injury history. <laughs> uh, because, you know, when you do this kind of work, when you do stunts, when you do fighting, people get hurt. I mean, it always happens. And even the best trained people... Get injuries. Can you imagine that medical bill. I mean, I've seen him try to like wiggle through like the cash box right? window in Vegas when they did the uh, uh, rush hour. Right, movies. right. I'm just like, how the hell did he do that? <laughs> <laughs> so he may be, uh, and and our safety standards here are different than in the rest of the world, and so it just may not it may not be possible just from a logistical standpoint. It might not be. I don't. I don't know. I would love to see Jackie Chan show up in Cobra Kai. Right. That would just be, even if he, I mean, I know he's not Mr. Miyagi. I know he's not Pat Morita. There is no, there's no replacing Arnold. No. So, so Happy Days, reference it, Google it, you'll figure it out. Um, but Pat Morita <laughs> is so awesome. And, and I guess Jackie Chan is a close second, but I just, you can't, you can't do it. I would no. just love to see him show up as like, um, just someone in charge of another dojo. Right. A competing dojo. So this ties in, I swear. <clears throat> we watched <laughs> We watched this K drama. It was the first one we watched and loved it. And the main character is kind is uh they call him a goblin. So he's magical. He's got magic powers and, and he's um immortal. And the lead actress discovers by accident she can summon him by blowing out matches or candles or lighters or you know extinguishing flame but it has to be that that like blowing out the birthday candle right. motion <clears throat> and so jeremy and i have this running joke like we want to make shows and have just as a complete background and never ever mention it ever within the show somebody blows out a match and there's there's that character just right there walking by <laughs> like with this damn it look you know it happened again and so i think they should do something like that in cobra kai with jackie they should just like he just appears and no one talks about it and you can see clearly that he's there and then that's it and there's like it's just kind of a a gag i like that yeah that would be i mean yeah you blow out a match jackie chan appears Right. I like that idea. Or just something like that. Anyway, so uh, if you see us with a camera and a whole box of matches, that's what we're doing. Um. (laughs) Shit. (laughs) All right. The visual gag didn't work on the radio, but I pulled out my Zippo and I lit it and I blew it out and nothing happened. Right. No Jackie Chan. No Kim Shin. Nothing. Nothing. Boo. Some bitch. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe we need to get the gold lighter. I do have my gold lighter. I so do that because uh, that's another show we watched. Was kind of a gangster guy, and he carries a gold lighter. And all of a sudden, so uh, I remember you telling me about that. All of a sudden, all my internet marketing thinks that I want a gold Zippo. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, for the same reason, I'm not allowed to have clicky pens. I'm not allowed to have a Zippo because <laughs> it <laughs> makes too much noise. It does. Yeah. I, I never once let you hold my Zippo lighter for no, that reason. No. And when I used your clicky pen, you took it away really quickly. Well, to be fair, I'm like, do you want to get it out of your system? And Jeremy looked at me side-eyed. Like, Don't do it. Don't. My Cold War pen. I love that pen. Red's tried to steal it a couple times. Oh. I don't want to lose that pen. I gave it back. You did. I only clicked it a little. Yeah. It was easy. <laughs> oh what else i'm so, obnoxious you're obnoxious if you're obnoxious what the hell does that make me <laughs> holy hell um what else that kind um, of that's all i've got 
Um, I'm hoping the new year is better than the one prior, but every year is slowly slidden down. And it reminds me of like that episode of MASH where um, they go like an entire year and it, it doesn't get any better. And Harry Potter, or General Potter, Colonel Potter, excuse me, Colonel, Colonel Potter. Potter. Uh, it's like, Harry you Potter. know, Harry Potter. <laughs> Actually, I think Colonel Harry Potter, I think. Is that his name? I think that's his name. <gasps> Quick to the internet. Uh, now you're going to make me look. <laughs> um, so, uh, and, he, and he, he does this, you know, toast. Hopefully, you know, the next year will right, be, right. be a damn better shade than this one. And, of course, it isn't. But it, And I'm hoping that that's the case for um, for this year. I don't know. So, let me throw this out here. Because you know how chirpy I am and how. What do you got? Um, oh, Jeremy. Jeremy came here. Sherman. Sherman. Uh, Sherman Harry, oh, Harry Morgan. Okay. Uh, Henry Morgan plays Sherman Potter. Okay. All right. So that's where I'm getting my, my, my brain confused. So anyway, you know how chirpy and, and pleasant I can be positive. Right. Um, I was reading this article the other day that said poverty worldwide is down to a single digit percentage point. So nine-ish percent worldwide of 7.2, almost 7.3 billion people, right? Right. But we think that everything's going to crap because that's how our brains work. Because before we lived in houses and communities and, you know, didn't live with wild animals as a threat every day, it behooves us, it is in our best interest to remember the bad things so that we don't burn ourselves or get eaten by tigers or you know whatever it's going to be right so that paired with the 24 hour uh and i'm doing air quotes here news cycle it makes us think that everything is horrible um because that's how our brains work but it's not really and so i think it's a choice and if you choose to go out there and do better and be better then you will Mm -hmm. i honestly agree with that all right. Go out so, there and, and be better. Do be the best you. Exactly. Be tolerable. Exactly. Don't click pens. Be pat. Be- <laughs> <laughs> I got all serious there. Don't I had to break fi- it up. Don't physically go out there to annoy someone. Right. Well, maybe one <clears throat> or two people, but not everyone. You know, those jackasses behind us had it coming. They did. <laughs> no arguments <laughs> from me on that one. They had it coming. They did have it coming. Uh, and it was, and the retaliation was rather mild. It was. And I think they knew they were in the wrong. But that's what the best part of it was. Right. They knew they were wrong. And they're like, okay, we kind of brought that in on ourselves. Well, the best part of it was when they realized they wanted something from one of us. I won't say who. They realized that they wanted once, something from one of us. And all of a sudden, uh, attitudes were much better. Yes. Once once the the... The dots were connected. Yes. Oh, wait. Oh, shit. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And we will, our group, uh, will go forward uh, generously. (laughs) Yes. Graciously. 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 And only bring this up at cocktail parties. Yep. (laughs) So if you want to hear the rest of the story... You're going to have to come and and hang out with us. It's true. Uh, I think that's got everything. All right. Uh, anything else um, for the, the new year? You guys have plans um, for, for New Year's? No, because we're, I mean, not very fun. <laughs> <laughs> you are too. Shut up. I, I was planning a big New Year's party in my Animal Crossing game. Uh, wow. Yeah. It's uh actually I was thinking about the 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 oh crap the samurai thing. Actually, I was just pulling that up. You read my mind. The thirsty samurai. Yeah. Um, uh, Lawton and Matt are putting on a cosplay shindig over at the Embassy Suites on I seventy in Havana. It's the exact same place that Colorado Festival and Rocky Mountain Con take place. Woo-hoo. So there will be plenty of cosplayers, lots of fun stuff. I know they're going to do a sake, yeah, bowl breaking, which uh, or jug breaking, which is Kind of exciting. I, I, I want to be is. there for that, uh, and and just be there. Uh, they've asked if I would like to volunteer, but I don't. I don't know if I'm gonna go. I don't know if I'm gonna volunteer. <laughs> I might just show up. 
but I, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. That was, that was, it was sort of like, well, if, if people are going, we'll go. And otherwise, if they're not going, then we'll stay home and play Animal Crossing. <laughs> we'll play Animal Crossing. No, I don't know. <laughs> we'll see. Uh, but there's going to be like uh, Japanese arcade games that oh, are yeah. free to play. We had some of them for Rocky Mountain Con, which was spectacular. Uh, the one banging drum. What is that? The Taiko drums? Yes. Yeah. That is That's so good badass. Stuff. I'm just like, oh. Yeah. I'm glad I wasn't next to that booth, but it looks <laughs> like it's fun to boo. Um, but check it out. They have the post on Facebook. Yep. And um, I know we have put it on our calendar for 5280 Geek, so go check that out. And you may or may not see me. I haven't decided yet. I don't have a date, so I don't want to go by myself. New Year's Eve at midnight single sucks. I don't. When's the last time we saw midnight? <laughs> it's been like 10 years. <laughs> uh, actually, we're usually awake because our jackass neighbors don't believe in red flag warnings and set off fireworks and terrorize the uh, combat veterans and dogs and autistic children in our neighborhood. So that, that um, bastards. Yeah. To hell with you, I say. That's what I say. <laughs> Uh, yeah, that kind of wraps it all up. So, of course, our sponsor, Susie Q's, Woo! go to her webpage. Check yeah. out Facebook. Yeah. Um, you did a lot of impressive work this last year. I did. Thank you. I'm really excited about the work we did, and I'm excited about the things coming up. Um, I, I'm i a bad secret keeper, so we can't keep talking about it because I'll spill the beans. But there's something great coming up there that is. I'm really excited about. So you have any new jewelry designs coming? I do. We've got some stuff, uh, some old stuff that we haven't seen in a minute, and I'm looking through some new stuff because Swarovski discontinued their beadline, and that killed half of my earring and necklace oh. rotation. So we've got to we've got to work through some new things there. Um, that cocktail dress I've been working on is coming back. I think Sweet. I've resolved my uh, dye lot issues, and yeah. Oh, all right. Well, there you go. That's what Susie's got going on. Of course, we've got our normal nonsense and craziness. Um, give us a like. Give us a share. Follow us. Uh, share us. Uh, subscribe. We have a YouTube channel. We have so many things. We've got merch coming for the new year. Um, tons and tons of stuff in addition to the con coverage and the normal nonsense and interviews and such. Yay. Yay. Who Do you have anybody on the books that you're really excited about for the new year? Interview-wise? Yeah. Mm, I don't know. I mean, I've got a couple tentatives out there. We've got, right. a, we've got a new thing that we're trying to work out. Uh, someone approached me about doing game night here in the studio, and they've devised mm -hmm. a new uh, story, and um, it, it, it'll be very interesting. That sounds fun. So we'll do a yeah. test run of that in January. We, I mean, there's, there's something, but I can't talk about it because right. Right. it's not official. <laughs> if that happens... <laughs> I'm going to fucking retire because I don't know if it's going to get any better <laughs> than that. Talk, talk, talk about just right? evil little shit. Um, so hopefully that works out. But then who knows what will happen with cons and right. maybe we'll get a couple of interviews. Right. There's um, stuff and things. Stuff and things. Stuff and things. So stay tuned because it will be a very interesting 2022. It will. So in the meantime, though. Be Happy safe New out Year. there. Happy New Year. Run fast, laugh hard, and always be kind. Good night.